0: This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We're broadcasting out of the Citizen Capital Studios in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. We were just talking with our... Patreon subscribers who are able to watch the show and get a little banter beforehand about World Cup fever. Just got finished watching England getting a late goal to top Tunisia, a team that uh, hung in there for a while. Yeah,
1: Tunisia, uh, there are no pushovers. I think they, uh, they're a well-organized team, very good team. But uh, England looking a little shaky, too.
0: Hey, the zine is out. The zine was released edition 2 of our District Sentinel weekly dispatch. Patreon subscribers $3 and up can access it right now over at patreon.com/district sentinel. I think this is a better edition than our first one. I think they're getting better and better with each week. Hopefully that's uh that's what's supposed to happen. Hopefully the trend
1: continues by this rate uh in a few months we will win the Pulitzer prize if our rate of improvement continues. <laughs> It's sort of like when a player hits a home run on the uh, first game of the season. Juan Soto. Yeah, now he's going to hit... First at bat. I Matt. think his
0: first pitch, even.
1: Well, he's on he's on track to hit 162 of them yeah. in the season. So that's, that's, that's where we're at right now. That is, uh, that is a lot. H- hitting home runs early, though. That's good. Us. Good job, us.
0: On the flip side, on uh, not being on a good sports pace, I saw this. I, I didn't read too much into it because... We've been watching the World Cup. we've been getting our, our the newscast today together today with you know actual news that's happening uh, here in DC and stuff but Ted Cruz beat Jimmy Kimmel in basketball over the weekend That's pathetic. That is fucking pathetic Jimmy Kimmel I can't is Ted Cruz any good at I can't envision a scenario in which Ted Cruz is any good at basketball so this just speaks to how bad Jimmy Kimmel must be.
1: Also, if you are going to play basketball against Ted Cruz, why are you letting him finish the game? I don't know why Jimmy Kimmel isn't throwing those high elbows there on the rebounds. But if you get one shot to play basketball <laughs> against Ted Cruz,
0: flagrant foul. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hack a hack Cruz. Uh, I, I will take on Ted Cruz any day in basketball. We've got a court right down the street. I'm not good at basketball, but I know I can beat Ted Cruz. I mean, don't you think you could beat Ted Cruz? Yes. Like Sam Knight's not that good at basketball either, but Uh, I know he could beat Ted Cruz.
1: Either way, if we didn't beat him in points, he'd be forfeiting the game because we'd be going hard to the rim.
0: Apparently they were going to play to 15. The game took like two hours, so they cut it short (laughs) and they cut it at 11 to nine. Cruz won 11 to nine. Wow. that is. It took them two hours to play
1: to 11 to nine, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: They should have at least played on like a six foot hoop so they could dunk.
0: <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's read some haikus.
1: This is for Leon. A World Cup warning: Be careful! Don't be foolish
0: betting on England. Thank you, Leon. I believe England was a one-goal favorite, so it would have been a push today. This one's for Matthew. Don't bet favorites at all. They're shitting the bet. Bet Iran instead.
1: Thank you, Matthew. When I wrote the uh, haiku about England, by the way, it was 1-1. So. Mm. Anyway, this is for Yvonne. 77... Ignore fearmongers. Vote yes. Save
0: our tips, my ass. Thank you, Yvonne.
1: Because the campaign is built on lies.
0: It is. This is for Daryl. He was an all-star for both the Yankees and Mets. Daryl Strawberry. Thank you, Daryl.
1: Finally, this is for Andrea. Or Andrea. Whichever you go by. Pretty sure it's probably Andrea. Anyway, this is for you. Peanut butter, yes. It's very good with chocolate.
0: What about jelly? Thank you, Andrea. I prefer my jelly without peanut butter, actually. Call me weird. Thanks to all the new subscribers on Patreon. Remember, five bucks a month get you access to the zine. Get you access to our weekly Sentinel cast, get you bonus content, gives you a chance to vote in the garbage can proceedings every week, and it also gets you your own poem read on the air. It's Monday, june eighteenth, twenty eighteen. Here's the news. <laughs> The family separation crisis deepens on the southern border. The debate right now is whether the enclosures that migrant kids are placed in after they're taken from their parents, whether or not they're cages. Well, they are cages. Outrage is growing over the policy with Republicans like Mitt Romney and Laura Bush speaking out against it. Of course, neither have any credibility here. Laura's husband, George W. Bush, created fucking ICE. Mitt Romney, you might remember, in 2012, endorsed immigration policy, making conditions so bad for immigrants in the U.S. that they would, quote, self-deport. Remember that, Sam? I do. I remember that very well. It's pretty fucked up. Well, the administration is still defending the family separation policy by both lying about it and by embracing it as an openly fascistic practice. On the lying side, we have Department of Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen, She tweeted that family separation at the border is not an official policy. Well, it is actually an official policy. It was announced by Attorney General Jeff Sessions in May that they were going to bring federal criminal charges against anyone coming across the border, thus forcing separation as parents were sent to prison. Their kids were put into a foster system administered by the Department of Health and Human Services. Since then, we've seen the numbers explode. Then on the openly fascistic side, we've got the president of the United States, Donald Trump, defending the policy, stating that uh, he won't allow the U.S. to become a migrant camp. Instead, he's turning the U.S. into a prison camp for kids. He is the one turning... Well, (laughs) sort of uh,
1: increasing the migrant camp aspect of things, because obviously people are coming and looking for refuge and seeking to build a new life for themselves in the United States. And he's fucking putting them in camps. They're kids in camps. Yeah.
0: He also tweeted that kids are actually bad, that they're vessels for bad stuff. Quote, children are being used by some of the worst criminals on earth as a means to enter our country. So we got to put the kids in cages. This reminds me of the rhetoric
1: they used in the 1930s to keep out the SS St. Louis, the ship yeah. of Jews that tried to come in, and uh, the people who were against that were saying, these are all fucking radicals, anarchists, communists, uh, the Slavic, Jewish, whatever, we got to keep them out, and they were s- most of them were sent to their death.
0: Yeah, it's funny how uh, the current practice right now at the border is being equated to both... Uh, how the U.S. responded to Jewish uh, refugees, immigrants coming here at the time, and how the U.S. is also acting like Hitler. We're really, uh, we're really touching all the bases here. Uh, this is also pretty disturbing. Trump cited Germany to justify it all, tweeting this claim, quote, the people of Germany are turning against their leadership as migration is rocking the already tenuous Berlin coalition. Crime in Germany is way up big mistakes made all over Europe and allowing millions of people in who have so strongly and violently changed their future. Okay. Everything about this tweet is wrong. Crime's at an all time low in Germany. Also we here at the Sentinel aren't the biggest fans of Merkel at all. But the alternative to her right now in Germany, I don't think that there's a really strong communist or socialist party out there. I don't think so. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but probably the most viable alternative right now to Merkel is probably the far-right nationalistic parties. And that's a pretty frightening thought. It is. I know they...
1: Uh, they and I'm using only uh in in I'm sure there's maybe in, some
0: more milk toast conservative party. Well, you
1: know? maybe. I mean I'm using ma- only in air quotes, but they uh the, the AfD, the far right party, they only got what? Like 15% in the last election, so fortunately at that measure they're still um relatively marginalized, but any far right in Germany fuck that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, amid this shit show, this horrific, awful, awful shit show We got this piece of zany news from the administration.
1: Very importantly, I'm hereby directing the Department of Defense and Pentagon to immediately begin the process necessary to establish a Space Force as the sixth branch of the armed forces. That's a big statement. We are going to
0: have the Air Force and we are going to have the Space Force. Separate but equal. (laughs) Separate but equal.
1: Do you you think that was an accident? Separate but equal? Uh,
0: I I think, yeah, probably. I don't think he knows what he's... I don't think he's, like, consciously putting in... His brain
1: is pretty broken, but either way, he... uh, That's a a big fucking dog whistle. Yeah. The
0: thing is, uh, about the Space Force, I mean, I, like, in theory like the idea of traveling space. I don't like the idea of militarizing space. So I'm not against this. And nobody actually likes this idea. Military commanders said it would be too burdensome and bureaucratic for a still developing area. Congress didn't fund uh, fund it earlier this year when they were uh, crafting the defense policy bill and the spending bill, even though Trump was asking for it. So, um, but yeah, let's just talk about space force, space force, space force while we're putting children uh, in cages.
1: Today, the Supreme Court ruled unanimously against Wisconsin Democrats suing the state state over gerrymandering. Justices said the case rested on a vote dilution theory that required plaintiffs to prove that they lived in every district across the state. The plaintiffs did not do that, so SCOTUS remanded the case back to a district court. Two conservative justices wrote a concurring opinion saying the case shouldn't have been remanded. It should have been fully dismissed. That view was endorsed by Clarence Thomas and Neil Gorsuch, unsurprisingly. Meanwhile, the four liberals signed a separate concurring opinion written by Elena Kagan. It outlined how to launch a statewide challenge without finding a plaintiff in every district by focusing on First Amendment arguments. Kagan said this, quote, By placing a state party at an enduring electoral disadvantage, the gerrymander weakens its capacity to to perform all its functions, and if that is the essence of the harm alleged, then the, then the standing analysis should, be, should differ from the
0: one the court applies. American is the latest airliner to be busted for price fixing. The company settled an antitrust class action suit by agreeing to pay $45 million. American is one of several airliners targeted with antitrust suits since 2015. It's been alleged that American, Southwest, Delta, United, that they were all colluding with each other. According to the court filing, illegally signaled to each other how quickly they would add new flights, new routes, and extra seats. Southwest actually was the first airliner to uh, agree to settle. Back in January, they paid $15 million. Uh, Delta out there still claiming... They didn't do anything wrong.
1: The Trump administration has finally named a permanent director for the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, and it's looking like they went with the lackey of the current temporary director, Mick Mulvaney. The nominee is Kathy Craninger. She's the associate director of the Office of Management and Budget, which is the White House office Mulvaney was confirmed by the Senate to lead. Quite frankly, the White House might not even be interested in getting Craninger confirmed. The LA Times noted she has no background in financial regulation or consumer advocacy, but the mere naming of a nominee allows Mulvaney to keep serving as temporary head of the CFPB until the end of the year. If the White House didn't name a replacement, his term would have expired this week. Carl Frisch, executive director of the progressive group Allied Progress, said that Craninger's nomination was a ploy, quote, This is nothing more than a desperate attempt by Mick Mulvaney to maintain his grip on the CFPB. The legality of Mulvaney's appointment itself is still being considered by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Oral arguments for that case were in April.
0: That's going to do it for the newscast today. Before we get to the listener rant line, let's check out what the viewers are saying. We've got Jeffrey calling Jimmy Kimmel guilty. Absolutely. Jimmy Kimmel should be nominated for the Garbage Can this week. Jeffrey also wants to know what flavor LaCroix you're drinking, Sam.
1: It is a Cran Raspberry. Mm. We have Luke saying Space Nazis. That's probably how that would go. I mean, let's be honest here. Space Nazis. We might have to... uh... To call our episode today Space Nazis yeah. after that yeah. Luke suggestion. We'll see if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, if, you're li- if you're listening to the recording of this, you already know the answer.
0: Yeah, yeah. we're in agreement here with Randall, who's saying, abolish Space Force. Let's <laughs> abolish it before uh, it even gets started. Over at the Patreon, we've got uh, Ivan saying, do better, Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, got someone here recognizing me from uh, when I used to be on the Tom Hartman show. Hello, that is true. That is that is me from the Tom Hartman Show. All right, let's see how many uh, messages we got here on the old listener rant line. We've got quite a few. Okay, let's check it out. Sam, Sam, Ryan from Baltimore. I am sorry that I didn't get down to watching hockey games with you fellows, but... The World Cup has officially started, and I'm curious what the, where the uh, the district Sentinel stands on team support within that particular uh, tournament. Considering there is no U.S. involvement, uh, but I would like to propose that we root for Mexico and Iran specifically. I'm sure you guys know why. Um, anyway, uh, go Mexico, go Iran, and uh, fuck internate.
1: Bye. <laughs> Actually, i got to give Inter Nate a lot of credit on this. He was on the Mexico bandwagon he was. well before the Cup Those started. Those are
0: two two good teams to be rooting for right now, coming off two big wins.
1: Mexico looked really impressive against Germany. I know a lot of talk is that Germany fucked it up, but Mexico looked very organized, and they could go far this year.
0: They, they could indeed.
1: Hop on the Mexico bandwagon, baby. <laughs> Ole. <laughs>
0: hey guys this is jared holt a friend of the pod i am super enjoying the new zine that you guys are putting out uh the artwork is really good and i was wondering who's doing the artwork is that one of you guys or is that someone else thanks and keep up the good work what's up jared jared a former guest on the show check out jared's podcast jared has a podcast too i was on on twitter jared l holt i think is his twitter name or jared holt you were on his podcast? I was. I was
1: on the, I was on the pod, um, which na- the, the name <laughs> I definitely know right now. <laughs> uh, Sorry,
0: Jared. We forgot the name of your podcast, but people can follow you on Twitter. It,
1: it, in my defense, he, he did let me get drunk before recording, <laughs> slash tried to get me drunk. Well, no, he didn't try to get, come on. He didn't try. He didn't have to try very hard. Yeah,
0: no. Thanks for complimenting us uh, on the zine. Uh, it's, it's mostly uh, Photoshop and uh, some creative photo editing that uh, I'm doing. So glad you enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it sacks on the uh, image work. It's yeah, very good.
0: I, yeah, I'm doing most of the design. SK1's doing most of the uh, editing and copy. We've got a good uh, division of labor going on so far here, right? Yeah, I think it's working out so far so good. I uh, actually have a dog touching me over here. Like the dog is in studio today. The viewers can't see her, but she is roaming uh, around here. I promise sometime this week we'll get her on camera again. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. Uh solidarity with internate, this is uh, Ken Shinseki from Minnesota, and uh, I was just calling in because of, uh, I, I, I only caught the tail end of your uh, last show there on Thursday, or, no, it was Wednesday, and uh, I heard something about Sharia law, and I just wanted to say how gosh darn excited I am for Sharia law to finally become coming to Minnesota. Uh, also, uh, as an avid uh, Locals, Duluth locals Will tell you, Old Kenshin Seki's Chili Stop is the number one Restaurant in town And uh, frankly, uh, the second reason I'm calling Is to say, uh, uh, fuck you uh, To Sam Knight uh, The tips are mine, okay You you fucking uh, Pig bitch <laughs> Okay. Got, <laughs> got restaurant owners in Minnesota calling now.
1: Uh, so much for Minnesota Nice. Uh, before you hit the next call, Jared Elholt is definitely his Twitter name, and his podcast is called the, uh, the Shit Post Podcast.
0: Oh, how could we forget that? Two shit posters like us forgetting
1: that. Because uh, I, I was drinking liquor that night.
0: Alcohol is my friend. So, these Democrats are really sawing our dicks off with their centrist <laughs> bullshit, aren't they? They're about as useful as an F-35 in a
1: rainstorm. <laughs> <clears throat> I said they're about as useful as an F-35 in a rainstorm.
0: Yeah, we laughed. That's all. <laughs> Bernie would have won. Uh, hashtag Maduro is winning. Venezuela is a coup. Uh save Iran, and uh, solidarity recent ornate All right, homies, um, remember to keep your shoes on in the workplace. Peace.
1: <laughs> I hope that uh caller feels free to call back whenever. Yeah, that was Fantastic a hell, call. hell of
0: an epic message. Um, yeah, alcohol is good, I guess. Yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the dog is making an appearance. The dog's here, everybody. See, I promise the dog. Dog sir hello Leica. Say hey everyone. Say, say hey to everybody. <laughs> yeah, this is Les Arthur, long time listener, first time caller. calling you with a complaint. I want you to pass up the line. Uh, it's from a couple days ago. I was coming back it must have been Tuesday. I was coming back from the dispensary. I was exercising my sativa rights. got a little hungry. went over to Panera right there over in uh, Metro Center. You know the one. Walk in there, wouldn't you know there was a shit ton of Redskin fans or whatever in their goddamn bright red jerseys? Shut up the place. I must have waited half an hour just to order my Chipotle chicken avocado melt. You guys say you have your fingers on the pulse of this town. Well, I want you to pass the word on stay the hell out of my Panera. The one in Metro Center, you can go to any other goddamn Panera, but that's mine. You guys stay the fuck out of there. Was that Ryan Astin? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have been to that Panera before, I think once or twice. I'm not a Panera fan. I'm not much of a Panera fan.
1: That's why I thought it was Ryan, because I thought I was getting banned from a place that I have no intention of ever going to.
0: But uh, we'll pass your message up the chain here in D.C. All right, one last message. Yes, I'm so sure. Everybody is so surprised that a guy named Ovechkin, a freaking dang Russian We'll be down to go see the Cheeto in Chief, Double Freaking Drum. <sighs> Give me a freaking break, Sam. It's <sighs> like the, uh, the Resistance calling into the rant line here.
1: The Resistance just found out about hockey, and uh, I think we're about to get a five minute major. <sighs>
0: Call the Rant Line 202-684-6108. Sponsors of the show include the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Other sponsors, levelnews.org and Citizen Capital. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Tune in by searching for District Sentinel Radio. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Tell your friends to listen. You can watch us as we record the newscast by subscribing on Patreon. Five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash District sentinel the newscast is back tomorrow we're in dc so you don't have to be